This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's Thursday, April 16th. We are probably about 16 days into social distancing Mm -hmm. and kind of stay-at-home orders and so if you've got your radio tuned on here on WMIE 91.5, we're glad you're joining us. If you're catching this on a podcast later, we're glad you're joining us. And uh, we, what we do here is we do a live drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. Take a chapter of the Bible, spend some time reading it, uh, talking to Jesus about it, asking God to talk to us about it. And then we come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter, and then we talk about it. My co-host today is Pastor David Gammon. How are you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing great, Pastor Dan. Absolutely great. How are the young adults doing? They're doing phenomenal. Could not be more proud of a group of young adults than uh, what I've been seeing lately of just pressing in and Me helping neither. people and, and lifting up the name of Jesus. We um, we broadcasted the mezzanine, which is our young adult service. And at what point we had about 350 viewers between Facebook and Instagram. Wow. And it was really encouraging. I was actually, That's so cool. you know, I, I was actually blown away. And yeah, some, people might so say, cool. some people might say, well, you know, shouldn't you expect that from that generation? And yes, but also at the same time um, that they're still making Sunday morning and Sunday night holy. Come um, on. And, and, you know, there's no meeting. Yeah. So. Uh, amen. Thank you. It's good. It's good. I'm so proud of them now. They're uh, actually, I see them all around me working hard and, uh, well, all, all around me, oh, six feet, uh, right. uh, <laughs> six feet in a way around me. Yeah. You know, it's tough for people who, uh, who, who've got to have everything in all the lines in order right now because, uh, you know, it's hard and you can find something wrong with, you know, oh, they didn't. They're walking down the supermarket the wrong way or, you know, they crossed too close to me in the aisle or all that stuff. And I, I'm just praying for you guys because, you know, uh, I just don't like seeing you tense and, Amen. and upset about all that because the more tense you are, the less really your immune system works well. And, mm. you know, and the less you're focused on the word of God, which is a great immune system as well. And Amen. I just want to encourage you to relax, give it to God, trust him. He will... He will uh, see it's his responsibility. You know, if there's a something out of place or a little bit wrong, you know, give somebody some grace. Give somebody a little bit of a love and grace and uh, overlook a, a couple of things. I mean, I'm not talking to, telling you to run around and break all the social guidelines. I'm not telling mm-hmm. you to do that at all. I believe you should follow them. But yep. don't be all wound up about just every little thing you see around you. It's not going to help you. Come on. And uh, so we're here to focus on the Word of God. Tell folks how they can get involved if they're new around here, and we'll uh, move on from there. And we want you guys to jump in. A great way to do that is go to our website. That's eccc.us. You'll see the Morning Breath link on the website there. You'll also see a link to get our app. Also, how to view our, our services that are online currently, and you'll be able to jump right in. That's a great resource is our website. That's eccc.us. Also, you'll be able to go and get our app wherever you get your mobile apps. Go and get the East Coast app. Download that. Another that's probably this is the app is the best resource because we can notify you when stuff's going on. We can give you uh, the message from the weekend. We can give you up to date stuff uh, of what's going on in, in the church. And we as a church always ask this question of what benefit to your life are we putting out? So we're not just giving like a newsletter out, but what can we do to benefit your life? I know uh, Pastor Matt and Jessica have done a teaching on how to homeschool your kids yeah. and, and other resources that will help you. 
So, We've got a noon broadcast yep. every day, praise and, pr and prayer. Have you somebody doing a worship song, somebody mm -hmm. sharing a verse or two and yep. praying for you. So that's going on. That's good as well. All it, sorts of online services. Absolutely. And it's just a great way to, to we can stay connected and we can stay moving forward as the people of God. Uh, another way is call the church or email the church and uh, an email you can use is dgammon at eccc.us. That's D-G-A-M-M-O-N at eccc.us. Almost forgot my own email, and um, I'll reach out to you. I'll get back to you. You don't email yourself yeah. that much. I email myself all the time. Oh, you do? Never I mind. Do. Okay. It is a great way. Little life hack here, people, that transfer files and you don't want oh, to use do Dropbox and move this. I'll send but it right to me. not as much. Not as much <laughs> right. as I email other people. But I got so many multiple mm. devices. It's like I'm a super nerd. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. All that I'm not arguing. You notice I didn't argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't argue with you at all. Right. Just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, take that for granted. Right. Yeah. But anyway. So uh, any other announcements we need to, to get them up to date on? Mm. And again, just Facebook page, website, mm -hmm. they'll really help you out. As Pastor David said, get the app. Those are good ways to stay in touch. Now, we are in Acts chapter 12, and I'm going to read New King James. What are you going to read today? I believe New King James as well. Okay, cool. And uh, so uh, we've only got uh, 25 verses. It's kind of got a little funny ending there because of... Uh, where Barnabas and Saul come in. I first read it a couple of times. I read it and stopped at verse 24, but it actually goes through verse 25 there. Just the way it's laid out kind of threw me off. Yes. And uh, so I'm going to do the first 13, let you do the last 12, and we'll go from there. Come on. Well, then, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Easter. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know what excuse me, and did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but he thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod, and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. And when she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness, she did not open, she did not open the gate but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, You are beside yourself, yet... 
she kept insisting that it was so, so they said, It is his angel. Now Peter continued knocking, and then they opened the door and saw him. They were astonished. But motioning to them with his hand to keep silent, he declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Go, tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Then, as soon as it was day, there was no small stirring amongst the soldiers about what had become of Peter. And when he, when Herod had searched for him and not found him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea to stay there. Now Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, but they came to him in one accord, and having made Blastius the king personal aid, their friend, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food by the king's country. So Herod said, So on a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne, and gave an oration to them, and the people kept shouting, The voice of God and not of man. Then immediately the angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God grew and multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry, and they had also took with them John, who was surnamed Mark. Amen. <clears throat> Interesting. couple things about the chapter just to kind of give us some background. First of all, we start with, then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Now, this is, uh, you know, James and John, sons of thunder, yep. uh, pretty famous guys. A little later in the chapter, it says, uh, in verse 17, and he said, go tell these things to James and the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. And you go like, wait a minute, I thought he was dead. Well, this is James, the brother of Jesus, yes. who is kind of the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. We know he's a kind of pastor of the church in Jerusalem as you go forward in the in the book of Acts, you'll see in Acts 15, he's kind of in charge when they do this big meeting and they meet in Jerusalem and everybody out there kind of comes in to, to uh, debate this Gentile question and how yeah. they should do it. James stands up and it seems well to me and the brethren, and he's kind of the Kind of just the the ringleader in the uh, let me give you a better word. He kind of directs the meeting. Right. You know, they're all taking part in it. They all have a, a say in it, but he kind of directs it. So pretty looks like to me he's the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, and they're kind of in his area. And so he kind of directs the meeting for him. They all make the decision together. And then the Herod is interesting here. We've got a Herod here. Now, this is the Herod who is the son of the guy who killed John the Baptist, mm -hmm. because we're down the road 10, 15 years now from when John the Baptist was killed, when, you know, Jesus' cousin and that, but it, they all just call him Herod. So it's Herod, mm -hmm. this one, and Herod Agrippa, and Herod one, two, and three. So this is actually the son, Herod, of the guy who killed Herod, who mm -hmm. killed John the Baptist. And so just kind of get a uh, a picture of these these things. And we do see with this Herod, kind of like father, like son, he's killed James, mm -hmm. like his father had John the Baptist killed. And uh, he's going to kill Peter too. And once again, to please, to please somebody else. Yeah, to please the Jews. And mm -hmm. it, it's an ugly situation. And the Jews are, are, are kind of growing in their hate and anger. Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't, you know, gone down the same kind of hate and anger in the Jews to kill Jesus is still smoldering here now, 15 years later, it's still in them. 
they're still hating and they're still killing and, and involved in that. And, and this is all during the period when God's trying to give them some space to repent before Jerusalem's destroyed and uh, in 72 AD. And so this was a time when they could have turned and gone a different direction. And many of them did. And many of them became Christians because all these people that are Christians now were Jews. Right. You know, uh, as and they're Jewish in their background, but they've, they've committed their hearts and lives to Christ. So this is a season when he's trying to give them room to, to get fixed. I love that, like, when Jesus would teach us how to pray and he would say, like, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's like, I feel like this chapter is a heaven and earth overlapping on each other. That's because, good. like, here is the natural the leadership is stuck in prison. That's the natural. Here's the supernatural. Here's the spiritual. An angelic being comes in and breaks them out. Yeah. That is heaven and earth, thy will be done. Yep. But the angel didn't break Peter out because he was super holy. The angel didn't break Peter out because he was best friends with Jesus and Jesus was going to save his bestie. The angel broke Peter out of prison because Peter had an assignment from heaven that he had to fulfill. All right. And when that happens, sometimes we think, well, God won't help me because of what I've done in my past. And God won't help me because what I've done this or that. No, God's moving in your life because he's commissioned you and called you. And when you start walking in that direction, you start seeing the blessing come. You start seeing the the the, the supernatural move of God in front of you. And I, I love about this is like the... The craziness, if you peruse, if you just peruse chapter 12 of Acts and you just kind of read through it, but don't actually stop and think, what? And kind of play it out in your head. Um, this girl, which I affectionately call Rhonda, even though her name is Rhoda, like, how bad would it have been to be like, you get a knock at the door. It's the guy that you guys love. It's like your hero. And you're, you've been praying for him to get released. To get released. And he's like, I'm here. And she's like, she freaks out. She runs back in. And then the response is from the family is oh no that just that must be his angel wait right? but wait to think about it. They, he, they wouldn't believe her wouldn't believe her and so then they said okay it's his angel now let me just ask you this okay i'm just gonna ask right. you a question which is harder to believe that <laughs> pastor you. david showed up or pastor david's angel showed up and for those of you that wonder if we have guardian angels, I can't speak into that directly. Uh, Jesus says that their angel, referring to a child, their angel's face is always before our Father in heaven. All right? So there's a thing where it almost seems like a connection between a person. I, I think there is. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I can find enough evidence to say I, that. I do. And here we also see uh, a clear right. indication that angels have assignments. Okay? And I'm not trying to go super weird with this because, once again, this is in the context of the natural. We do our part heart, as James would write, um, hey, faith without works is dead, because heaven is constantly working and moving forward. So I want to encourage you today that if you feel alone, especially in this isolated season that we're in, that you are by no means alone. You have the inward dwelling of the Holy Spirit. You have angels assigned to you. You might not feel around your church community, but your church community is more than you can see with your own physical eyes. And as long as people and believers in Jesus Christ, we're pressing forward for what God has assigned us to, he's going to keep breaking down prison walls, and he's going to keep bringing us exactly where we need to be. Amen. Uh, Hebrews uh, one fourteen says, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Come on. So that's a pretty strong indication that angels are on assignment 
to help us. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not see them. Uh, you may see them and not know they're angels because the Bible says that sometimes we entertain, when we entertain strangers, we entertain angels unaware, which I know all of that. Some of you are like, that's way out there. It Maybe it is, but this chapter should tell you that the Bible is a supernatural book. Right. And... You know, heaven does meet earth sometimes and that's in not, a very practical yeah, sense. And that's not a skewed form of Jesus like we might see in the Old Testament. Like, no, 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 that no. is, he came in, he did his job, and then he, he left. He yeah, left in him fact, on the street. when you look at this, it made me think, like, as soon as the angel got Peter past what he couldn't do, Peter couldn't do, and only the angel could do, the angel left. And no. then when Peter could handle it from there, he let Peter handle it. And Peter went to, which I think is kind of cool, he was drawn to a house Mm. where they were praying for him. Wow. But listen to this part. Um, After that happens, he said to them, tell these things to James and to the brethren. And he departed and went to another place. Mm. See, he had natural enough wisdom to say, now, wait a minute. I'm an escaped convict now. Yeah, good point. I'm not just going to hang around here and trust that if they come to arrest me, the angels will come and slap them down again. The Bible says the horse is prepared for the battle, but the battle is the Lord's. And that's the exact same dynamic that you talked about. Heaven and earth meet. Mm-hmm. We do our part. And it's not that God helps those that help themselves. That's not biblical. On one side, it is important, though, that the horse is prepared for battle. Come on. So we get ready. We do what we can do. You uh, were telling me about an instance where you were filming. You just don't go to film and not bring your camera. Right. You just don't go to film and not bring a tripod. You know, what if God shows up angelically and there's an angel standing behind you when you film? Okay, that's the part only God can do. Right. But the part that I can do, I should do. Come on. You know, so we see Peter here using natural wisdom. Um, to say, okay, I'm gonna, eh, I'm not gonna hang around here. This is a well-known spot. This is uh, Mary, who's uh, who's the mother of John, who we just killed, James, which mm-hmm. was her brother, her other son. And I better not hang around here. I'm gonna go do something else. And uh, so, you know, he used natural wisdom too. So. Uh, Pretty cool stuff. It really is. And you know what? You know what? You know what I love that I don't see in this chapter is ego. Is here's Peter. He he didn't run into that prayer meeting and say, "Look at what I've done. Look yeah. how great I am. God saved me because yes. I'm so important." Actually, there's a, a something here that that it just kind of stood out to me. Is you know, if someone is taking your place, how do you receive them? And and mm. James took his place as the as the senior pastor of this yeah, church. Yeah. James he, he could have been like, well, if James was so important, how come the angel didn't go to him? He didn't. His first thing was saying, get this to my brother, get yep. this to my co-leader, get this to my friend, get this to the one who I know can get to the people. Because Peter didn't have ego and James didn't have ego. And you see later in the in the chapter here, two other guys come into the picture, Paul and Saul, who would be renamed Paul, who'd write half the New Testament, yeah. who would not have one shed or bit of ego between the two of them because the church isn't fueled off ego. It's Mm -hmm. about what we can do to have heaven come and to lead the people the way the Christ, who is the head of his body, has called us to do it. You know what ego might have done in this case? Remember last time Peter got kind of arrested, dragged before the Sanhedrin, and he uh, 
He said, they said, don't preach in the name of Jesus. He said, well, you tell me if it's right to listen to God or listen to men. And they got out of prison. They got set free. See, he has a history of escaping mm -hmm. because he got out of prison another time mm -hmm. when he got arrested by the Sanhedrin. And what did he do? He went right back to the temple. He started preaching again. Come on. And they said, what happened to the men? Where are they? Bring them out. We want to talk to them. They said, we got up and they were gone. And he said, well, I heard they were preaching in the temple again. They said, well, go get them again. And they went and got them. He didn't do that this time either. See, when we think it's always the same, mm -hmm. it's like the old story with David. When David was battling and he said, Lord, he, he sought the Lord, said, Lord, what should I do? And the Lord said, uh, when they, you hear the, the noise of them in the myrtle trees or, you know, come around behind him and attack. The next time, attack this way. Or maybe that was the second attack. But each time he prayed and asked God, how do you do it? I think as men sometimes... We can get caught up in, I know how to do this. I've Amen. learned how. I, I'm good at this now. God uses me in this area now. This is all, And it causes us to get set in sort of a rut that maybe God has something fresh and new for us to be a part of and to do. And in some cases, it might be like you said, Pastor David, decrease. Mm -hmm. Time to do a little decreasing. Well, there may be another time when you're going to do a little increasing. Well, there might be another time you're going to decrease again. And that flow, that ebb and flow can only happen when you follow the leading of the Spirit of God and let that, let that breath of God breathe in your life so that sometimes you rise up, other times you step back to let God do it another way or watch God do it another way, not let him, you know. And in some ways we do let him though, because when we're, we're not doing it ourselves, there's room for him to do it. Mm, and so anyway, there's, there, there's not a formula for the Christian life, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, got it. Now you are super Christian. Right. It's more a pattern of learning, living, walking, learning, living, walking, learning, living, walking yeah. more and more how to walk with God. And I think it's really cool. And you'll never see others around you rise up unless you're willing to step back. Amen. And it's like you let God work on you. Let the Holy Spirit work on the who that you are and the how will develop. Yeah, it's cool. And it's like for me, I mean, just sitting here where you're talking, I was thinking about, you know, we didn't have a, and you, your list will be by far longer than mine. And I mean that in an honoring way, not in an age crack. But um, Watch it. <laughs> but there's no manual on how to pastor in a COVID-19 quarantine. There yeah. is no manual on how to deploy serve teams for Hurricane Matthew and Irma. There's no manual yeah. for that that comes, you know, on your, on your uh, you know, when you get ordained, it's like not, it's not a class on that. Like you have to let the Holy Spirit develop who you are and the how will just come when, when the giant comes, you know, yeah. the how comes when you, when you get to the Red Sea and yeah. it's, it's like, we just have to know that he shows up yeah. and that we're willing to listen and do. Uh, amen. This is a, just to kind of put this in context too. It says now it was during the days of unleavened bread. This is like the end of March to, to, uh, through April that that happens. In fact, Passover or Easter happens the earliest, and we've just had Easter, by the way. Um, the earliest it happens is March 22nd. The latest it happens is April 25th. Mm. And so this season that chapter 12 is in is the exact same season we're in 
right now in the natural. And I just thought that was kind of cool. That's that cool. hey, here we are. This is what they're thinking. This is what they're dealing with. They're getting ready for a big spiritual event. We've just had a big spiritual event. And even though maybe the first Easter in the history of our nation, we have not celebrated Easter as a na- as a country in a in a public way because we couldn't gather. Yet I was so proud of the church this past Easter Sunday. Come on. Getting online, joining together, all the teams that pulled together to make that happen, all the internet joining together. It was really cool. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Break. We got something, Dave. Yeah, I got something. Oh, yeah, I got something. What do you got, brother? Oh, man. (laughs) So there's this, like, little part here where this Herod jumps up, and he starts talking talking his jazz and doing his thing and being the man. And, of course, you know, he's king, and and he winds up uh, dying and a horrible death, and bugs eat him or whatever. But uh, (laughs) the lesson's this is, you know, at the end of this, we just saw two men. We just saw Peter. We just saw the church go through something incredible and never 
boast or or do anything. And then this guy's doing stuff horrible and wants to jump up. Be careful how quickly you sit on the throne of your heart. All right. Lord have mercy. You're not meant to sit in that seat. God is. Yeah. You know, it says here, because they're saying the voice of a God, not of a man. And it says that he wouldn't give God the glory. You know, if somebody said to me, it's like when Peter went in to talk to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Cornelius fell down his feet and grabbed his ankles. He said, stand up. I'm a man just like you. This was just the opposite. Like you said, grabbing sort of the, grabbing the glory. And all this, all that means give God the glory means give God the credit. Come on. And that's what Peter did and what Herod didn't do. This was eaten by worms and died. History tells us that for five days, he was in incredible pain in his bowels before he died. And so something was eating him up from the inside. Worms ate him, and he died. That is a bad ending to a life. (laughs) God bless you guys. Bad ending to a program, too. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.